This is the Wicked Problems Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Hostreich. Today I'm sitting down with Russ Stoddard in Boise, Idaho, an old friend who's a very big B Corp guy. Russ, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Russ Stoddard. I am CEO and founder of Oliver Russell, which is a social impact branding firm headquartered in Boise, Idaho, as Chris just mentioned. And Russ, you have an interesting book that I like to teach with called Rise Up. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Rise Up is really a primer on how to build a socially conscious business based on 30 years of uh, learnings that I've had. And it walks people through everything from how to create a purpose to how to market your socially conscious enterprise to which business model of social enterprise you might choose that's appropriate for the impact that you want to make in the world. I run into a lot of people that work in sustainability and impact and related stuff. And you've always impressed me as someone who really walks the talk with doing that sort of stuff. So something I greatly appreciate. Oh, well, well, thanks. You know, it's, it's based on practical real world lessons as opposed to schoolroom philosophies. So I think that's one of the things that makes it a standout is I get to share many of my failings and successes <laughs> in the social impact. It's written in very plain language, so it's one of those that it's easy to pick up and digest the ideas, so highly recommend it to folks who are interested in that sort of stuff. Russ, you got a chapter in the new Wicked Problems Collaborative book, What Do We Do After the Pandemic? Why don't you give us just the 50,000-foot look at what you were writing there? Well, basically, when I got the assignment, I thought about how do we change the world of corporations. And the primary way that I think we change them going forward post-pandemic is to actually change corporate governance. So Mm -hmm. I focused primarily on public benefit corporation legislation, Mm -hmm. which is a legal structure that companies can actually adopt that uh, requires them to create a public benefit with their companies. Mm -hmm. And uh, not only to, to do that, It frees them from an emphasis on deriving principally profit purely for shareholders and actually expands the area of influence to stakeholders. And another aspect of that, Chris, is that it requires you every year to transparently and publicly report on the public benefit and impact you make in a report that you publish. I've long been interested in, in businesses that work in that fashion. I, I have my, my consulting firm that tries to help organizations see the benefits of doing things that way. We're trying to launch a waste to value program that will work with a variety of stakeholders, including informal waste collectors here in Bangkok to improve their incomes, clean up the environment and put waste products back to use. What do we need to do to get people to see the value in that, to kind of turn the ship. Because for many, many years, business has largely been focused on one thing, profits. And we see the the outcome of that. So what, what do you think we can do to get more people to see the value of impact and these broader benefits? I think the good news is that the uh, the ship is turning, Chris, but it's a very, very, very big ship. <laughs> So, you know, more work needs to be done in that. I think it's for principally the creators of uh, impact, the social Mm -hmm. enterprises that are out there, which are many in legion, primarily smaller in nature when it comes down to it, to actually keep creating impact and then sharing those stories of impact so that Mm -hmm. more people can be influenced and, and understand this movement of business for good. 
And I think the three drivers that will truly make that happen would be one, consumers who are starting to align themselves and their interests and their purchasing with companies Mm -hmm. that share their values, realizing that their dollars or their yen or their pesos can actually go farther than simply acquiring a product or service and Mm -hmm. creating benefit for society. The next one, which I think really is underrated, at least here in the States, is workers. Increasingly, people are looking to apply their talents at companies that share their values in a resource-constrained world where it's tough for employers increasingly to find talented employees. I think that will change the dynamic at companies as they respond demands from the uh, workforce. And then the last one is the huge and growing impact investment community where companies are starting to realize that not only does working with a social purpose frame minimize a lot of downsides as far as investment risk goes, it often mm-hmm. also delivering superior returns. So I think those three forces combining will hopefully turn the ship a little bit sooner rather than later. I hope so. We're trying with our model to prove something that's a little different that kind of sidesteps the formal recycling value chain. The hope is that if we prove this model that we can go around and show people and, and that hopefully lots of people will replicate it with you know small and medium-sized businesses that can take up the resources that are going to waste and, and do lots of good things. So keep your fingers crossed for me on that one. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know, you join a, a long list of other sort of small and entrepreneurial mm-hmm. firms that are trying to demonstrate new models that could then be scaled. So that's fantastic. Thank you. You're always doing some interesting projects. Every time I talk to you, you've got something new you're working on. And, and as we discussed earlier, you got a, got a couple of those right now. The first one you said was called Unico, the joint venture where you're working with a couple of other B Corps on measuring impact. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Uh, I, I joined with a couple of other B corporations. They're uh, in Maryland and North Carolina here in the uh, States. One's called uh, Round Peg and the other is Unity Web Agency. We kind of did a little skunk works and came up with an idea, which is to create a platform that would help small businesses primarily not only collect the data and centralize it around the impacts they're trying to make in the world, whether that's social or environmental, but to also give them a way to measure that and then report on it. The report gets to that heart of that issue of like sharing the change you make so that you can influence more people. So that's, that's, that's one of the things that I have going on right now. We are right now working on the prototype, the minimum viable product, and hopefully mm-hmm. later this year we'll be launching to the world. Cool. I bet there'd be a lot of academics that would be interested in getting into that data if that's possible to be able to help prove that impact. That, that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be one of the things for certain. We'll, we'll have universe of data that hopefully that will collect and create that could be of a huge value, I think. It sounds amazing. Let me say good luck with that one. I'd, I'd love to see that take off because that's one thing that I think is, a, is often a challenge for, for small and medium enterprises, collecting the data and doing something valuable with it to show what they're doing because they, they're all often kind of stretched at the seams all the time just to do their, their work. So that's very cool. If you and others are uh, interested, we've got a, a website, unitcode.io, where you can follow mm-hmm. along. And we're on all the social media platforms as well. Well, I will definitely share that on the page when we when we post it. We'll, we'll make sure we get that out there. So and I, I look forward to checking it out. And alongside that, you have a second project you're working on, right? Yeah, yeah. 
A second project is an online ed tech course offering that we're developing. It's called B Corp Basics. And what it's trying to do is create a primer of sorts, a a basic online course that in about one hour gives you all the basics and key learnings that you might want to know to better understand what it is to be a certified B Corporation. We looked around and saw that nothing like that really existed. So based upon our 10 years of experience as a B Corp, we decided to create it ourselves. We have two versions of it, one of which is for uh, individuals looking to learn more about B Corps. And then we've just launched a university edition, which is tailored specifically for uh, higher ed to use as a component or an add-on to a curriculum about social enterprise. So, so we may have to talk about that one offline for the social enterprise program that I teach at here. That might be a, a cool thing to integrate at some point. Very awesome. Cool. I will make sure we get both of those links in there so that people can can check out those resources and hopefully we'll, we'll help some more people learn about that stuff. Is, is there anything else interesting we, we ought to talk about while, while we're together? Oh, holy smokes. Uh, interesting. You know, uh, <laughs> a couple of things we're adding at uh, Oliver Russell is uh, a, a consulting practice, probably mm-hmm. similar to yours, maybe in some ways to actually help companies that want to integrate social and environmental purpose at the heart of their organizations. We have that going on. I have a business partner in Munich, Germany, and we'll be opening a small office over there so that we can be transcontinental. So that's another piece of news there. Who knows? Maybe we'll look at opening an office in Bangkok sometime in the future. Always welcome. I would love to bring more of what you're doing to this part of the world because I think B Corps are, are pretty rare. I, the last I looked, I think we had three in all of Thailand. So it'd be, be wonderful to, to get more organizations going down that path. Absolutely. Well, if there's any way I can be of help to those B Corps or other aspiring ones there, just let me know, Chris. Will do. Russ, I, I, I think that's about it for now. I just want to tell you thank you for, for sitting down with me and for contributing to the book. I, I greatly appreciate it. I wish you well. Keep doing all that good you do in the world. I appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, ma'am. You keep on keeping on too. Thanks for listening to the show. I hope it was interesting and that it helped you see something anew. As an independent press, we can use all the help we can get reaching new readers and listeners, so please do share this for us. Also, What Do We Do About the Pandemic will be available on July 4th, but if you're up for giving us a brief, honest review, you can pick up a free copy on booksirens.com. Thanks again for listening. Eat supplied by Audio Binger.